Discover the ins and outs of the oil and gas industry right now with Roy Holly, Kim Bilotto, and Alvin Bailey in the Oil Patch. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer. Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine. Sponsored by Steer and the Calic Auto Group. Hi, everybody. I'm Roy Holly, along with Kim Bilotto and Alvin Bailey. Today on In the Oil Patch, Kim Bilotto visits with Ken Becker. He's the executive director of the Sweetwater Enterprise for Economic Development and chairman of the West Texas Energy Consortium. Alvin Bailey, ask the expert, and you'll have a chance to win a $75 gift certificate to the Palm Restaurant in Houston. In the Oil Patch starts next. Hi, Alvin Bailey for the good folks at North Park Toyota. Here's some trivia for you. Can you name the only full-size pickup truck that's built in Texas? Well, if you said the Toyota Tundra, you'd be right. Toyota Tundra pulled the space shuttle. So yeah, it can handle your trailer and your boat. The Tundra is available in 18 different configurations of six trim levels that can all tow more than five tons. And North Park Toyota is your Tundra headquarters. The number one Tundra dealer in Central and South Texas, and for good reason, the best price, the largest selection, and the best customer service. Come see why North Park Toyota is a four-time winner of the Toyota President's Award for Outstanding Customer Satisfaction. Take I-35 South to the Fisher Road exit and follow the signs. Call 210-635-5000 or log on to NPToyota.com. North Park Toyota is a proud member of the Caleg Auto Group. Welcome to In the Oil Patch. Ken Bilotto, the publisher of Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine, Tell us about In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Well, Roy, Alvin, the Oil Patch Radio Show is where the industry comes to speak to the community about what they're doing or working on within their communities. We also hope to develop economic growth for businesses that are trying to network with oil and gas. The markets that we are covering with the Oil Patch Show is Houston and San Antonio, Corpus, and the Eagle Ford Shell. So... It's a great opportunity for us to hear about the industry, advocate on behalf of the industry, of what they're doing, and take some great opportunities to advertise as well. Speaking of advertising, why is it important to advertise to the oil and gas industry, Ken? You know, Alvin, I think that the majority of businesses really struggle with how and in what way do they get in front of an oil and gas company. It's not like you can just walk up to the gates of Marathon and tell them that you want to speak to the sales director or the procurement department. There are processes in place that a company must go through. And so what works for us really well through the magazine and through the oil patch show is to put a company in front of oil and gas companies and try to create the economic development between them. And the important part of being either advertising here on In the Oil Patch or in the magazine is that a lot of these procurement departments call for things. They're booking rooms for their workers. They're they're scheduling oil changes for the trucks. They're buying parts for this job and that job. So it's important to be able to bridge that gap between ABC Company and the oil and gas industry. That's a great point. A lot of the oil and gas companies their directors or their supervisors live in another area. It could be Houston, could be Midland. And so when they travel into these areas, maybe Corpus or Eagle Ford Shale, they have really no knowledge of where to stay, where to eat, who to contact for specific things that they need to purchase. Now, the people that are living in the community, sure, they understand. But from an outside perspective looking in, this is where the, a lot of the decision makers live 
and yet they really don't have a knowledge of when they're traveling into a specific area. So one of the things we do well is we blanket the whole entire state with Shell Magazine, and the radio show is also going into those areas. And so we are trying to be the conduit between you, the self-employed business owner, to the industry. Kim, if somebody wants to promote their company in either Shale Magazine or here on In the Oil Patch, who should they contact? They can go to our website, Alvin, which is shale, com, and there's an area there that if they want information, just fill it out, and we will have an account manager get back with them right away. Kim, what sets us apart from all the other media out there? Well, I think... There's two things that really set us apart. One is we really, truly are dedicated to, again, as I keep saying, education. It's one thing to be in media, and when something is going wrong, instead of educating the community, we just want to put out there the bad media because, you know, bad things happening make really good airings of shows and are good for media. Um, that's not quite our belief. Our belief is that we want to demonstrate to the community, to the business leaders, and even to elected officials that oil and gas people in their jobs as leaders of an oil and gas company, a high-profile executive, and or all the team that works for that company, they care about the environment. They care. They, they are family people. They, they care about their families. They care about where they work. They care about where they live. And I think that they really, at the end of the day, try to do the best for the community as well as for the company. And so that does make us a little bit different. We sometimes choose to shy away from what main media is going to advertise, and we tend to advertise more on an educational aspect of the benefits of what oil and gas is doing for our great state. You're listening to In the Oil Patch, and we'll be back in 60 seconds. Do you know what it takes to be number one? Do you know what it really means to be number one, like number one in the whole United States? Hi, folks. Alvin Bailey here to tell you about Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Trucks. They're number one in Ram chassis sales in 2014 for the whole country. And number one sales means number one inventory. With hundreds of Ram chassis available and upfitted from a standard flatbed to mechanic service and crane bodies to accommodate every industry. Whether farming, ranching, construction, plumbing, HVAC, electrical, delivery, hotshot, or even oil and gas. The team at the Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center has your inventory. Call today for your best deal. Let me give you the phone number. It's 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656 or visit bbdodge.com. The Bluebonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram Commercial Truck Center, 547 South Seguin Avenue in New Braunfels, and a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. I'm Roy Holly, along with Alvin Bailey and our host, Kim Bellato. Kim, we've got our friends from the Permium in the studio with us. Take it away. I'm so happy to have Ken Becker, who is with Sweetwater Enterprise for Economic Development, also better known as SEED, as well as West Texas Energy Consortium. He is the executive director for SEED and the chairman of West Texas Energy Consortium. Ken, welcome to the show this evening. How are you doing tonight? We're doing great. Well, you know, I want to let our listeners know we met sometime back when y'all were transferring over some leadership roles and Shell had actually traveled to one of y'all's events that you were hosting at the newly created Pioneer headquarters out in Permian Basin. And uh, you had a packed room full of a lot of elected officials and just some really who's who out there in the Permian Basin. And uh, that's when we first got to really 
know the West Texas Consortium and what you guys are doing, as well as the partnership that you've created here with Shell Magazine. So welcome to the show. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about what was going on in that one event that we were attending? Well, thanks again for inviting us uh, to be a part of this. Yeah, we were uh, very blessed to have Pioneer Natural Resources allow us to have our event out in their uh, new facility in, in the Permian Basin. We also had uh, Congressman Mike Conaway was in, in with us. We also had uh, Todd Staples. Remember, he used to be the head of the Department of Agriculture and now is a new chairman of the Texas Oil and Gas Association, a great friend uh, all of Texas. Uh, we also had Victor Crelio, who was the former chairman of the Texas Railroad Commission, uh, came out of the Abilene market, used to be a judge in Taylor County and also on the school board at one time. Uh, uh, but it's just a great opportunity for us to be a part of this. Uh, you know, we're not a trade association. There's a lot of great associations that do a wonderful job in all that. Uh, what we try to do is be that connection between business and industry and the communities and try to help them be more sustainable. Um, it kind of sounds like you guys are doing a lot of what we're doing. Are you all a nonprofit as well? Yes, we are. Okay, so that is a little bit of difference. But you guys do amazing work in trying to partner oil and gas and businesses as well out there. And I was pretty impressed by what I saw at this meeting. So then the West Texas Energy Consortium mission day-to-day, what does the day-to-day operations look like for you guys? Well, you know, we, we put on a few conferences. We'll put on a few meetings. But I think one of the biggest things we try to do is the education piece. Uh, we've worked with different colleges on putting together welding programs. And, and, and it sounds like it's simple, but when we find out that uh, community colleges and technical colleges across the state, they don't all go by the same curriculum. And each one uh, kind of has their own special way of doing things. And one of the things that industry has helped tell us is that they, we need to have something that is more standardized. So if they operate in the Eagleford or in West Texas or in East Texas, they can send employees to get trained in the way that they need them trained, not necessarily the way colleges want to train them. That is so important. We are seeing colleges and universities rise to the occasion of trying to teach very specific to oil and gas sector, and, and that's nice to see. So there are a number of opportunities in West Texas right now with the Shell Revolution taking place. Uh, what are some of the challenges that the consortium has found in the communities involved in all of the drilling and production? Well, I think when you have a, an established place like the Permian, um, those actually directly in the Permian knows the ups and downs. When you have the surrounding communities and counties, all of a sudden they become part of the Permian or the Eastern Shelf or whatever you might want to call it, Sprayberry or Klein Shell. But all of a sudden they're not as experienced in the rise and fall. And it's great when things are going up, and, and how do you keep maintaining that and knowing that it won't always be like that. Uh, but when it falls, you also need to understand it won't always be like that either, that you'll have those opportunities to raise. And it's just helping communities understand that, there's some kind of a middle ground we need to be better prepared than we have been, but maybe not all in in the expecting of uh, uh, you know communities growing by tenfold over a certain number of years. Okay. So what are some of the projects that the consortium you guys have in hand right now or are currently working on in the West Texas area? Well, we really like, uh, like a lot of other groups. Uh, we like the education piece. Uh, we're really trying to help uh, in the first, uh, first responders. We want to make sure that they're all prepared and ready because, again, in the outlining communities, you didn't have to deal with the first responders on an oil and gas side. Uh, all of a sudden, now you have uh, drilling going on, more pulling units being around. Uh, transportation is becoming a bigger issue. The concerns of the uh, highways and the overcrowding on the highways and, and truck drivers that are learning to be a truck driver in 72 hours, and all of a sudden 
uh, driving a rig that's 80,000 pounds up and down the road at 70 mile an hour is kind of a scary thing. I would agree with you on that. So having them trained properly is extremely important. So then what does the consortium work with, or who would you guys like to work with? Well, of course, we'd like to be at the table with all the major oil companies. Uh, we know that that's not always possible, too. Uh, we love to work with independents. Uh, but, you know, our main thing, again, is just trying to be with in- individuals, uh, trying to be with communities. Uh, then we also work with municipalities and different governmental entities along with the colleges. And I think that's uh, helping that uh, over time we're building a reputation that we're not trying to take anybody's business from them. We're just trying to be out there to be that uh, maybe match between two groups that maybe couldn't get along before or just had no reason to get along. And all of a sudden we bring them both to the table and we understand that, you know, we need a lot of trained workforce out there. And a lot of our community said, well, we have unemployment. But just because you have unemployment doesn't mean you have people that are ready to go into an industry like oil and gas uh, without the t- proper training. So we want to make sure that those type of things happen. Well, I, I really do think that the consortium's work is so important because I think very much like in the Oil Patch Radio Show, Shell Magazine, West Texas Consortium, we are not paid and we're not a part of big energy industry. We do work closely with them. We do partner with them well. However, because we are independent, we still have that ability to talk on behalf of the community and discuss needs and it always seems like the oil and gas companies are prepared and have more than enough desire to try to help and so since we're not really technically you guys are an independent nonprofit, it really gives the understanding to the community that you guys are a trusted source that can go and talk on their behalf and kind of when you are paid by oil and gas I think you tend to lose that. So Ken describe the growth you've seen in the last few years and how with the West Texas Consortium Group how you guys are preparing for sustainability for the future and in, with the industry. You know our, our West Texas Energy Consortium has only been around for two, two and a half years. When you think about the, the fact that when we heard about the Klein Shell explosion that was going to be on the eastern side of the Permian Basin. We had communities that have never experienced uh, this type of a thing uh, like the Permian has for a long time. So what we got to do is we started, you know, just smaller communities start meeting together, and then we knew that it was bigger than all of us and decided, well, we need to have some kind of a organization, and through that organization we were able to bring three workforce development boards from the Permian, from the Abilene area in West Texas, and then the Contra Valley and down in San Angelo, encompass 49 counties that came to the table and said, you know, here's what we do. We know that there are some communities out there that have done very well at expansion and used to this type of an expansion. How can we take in that information and make it available to the communities that haven't had that experience? You know, we've got communities like Sweetwater and Colorado City and Big Springs and Big Lake and San Angelo, all those that were not in the middle of the Permian Basin are now affected by the Permian Basin and some of the drilling, but not only the drilling, just the transportation. Just because you may not have drilling in your county doesn't mean you're not going to be affected. So we've been able to take some of that information and pass that along, put it on our website, and make all that type of stuff available. You know, I think the other thing that we need to consider is we're seeing this not just in Permian Basin, but pretty much in the other shell play as well. And while they're completely different, they're similar in ways that while the direct drilling is not affecting the area, it has an ability to expand out into other areas, and it can be good, and it can have some growing weaknesses and deficiencies. And I think that having a, a group together to kind of work through these different processes 
is always a good thing. So tell me, how do you engage operators in the oil and gas industry? How do you approach them? You know, as we talked a little bit before, I think, uh, you know, having a reputation is something that is hard to build and it's easy to lose. And I think one of the things that we've really tried to do is is get that key player, like a Pioneer Natural Resource or a Devon or a Shell, that g- lends credibility to your organization early on. And those aren't easy to come by. We had to prove ourselves to those and actually took a lot of advice from people like Pioneer that were telling us that if we would have called this organization the Klein Shell organization, they said they wouldn't have been a part because Klein Shell is just one piece of the big puzzle. So when we uh, kind of go through things like that, it just helps us understand that uh, they're willing to come to the table, but they're also guarded because they can't be a part of every organization in every county in the state of Texas and have enough people to follow through with all those. Well, one of the oil and gas executives and, and uh, companies that you deal with are, is one that's scheduled to actually be the next issue out on Shell, which is the president and CEO of Pioneer Natural Resources, Scott Sheffield. And so can you tell us a little bit about what you're working with with Pioneer and some of the things that you are familiar with with dealing with Scott Sheffield? Well, Scott's an interesting person. Uh, he's someone that has been very stable and very even keel, whether oil's at $100 or whether it's 40 and, and we can't say that with all the executives. Uh, but we, you know, couldn't get to Scott right away. And, in fact, I, I think I've met him once but haven't actually got to vi- visit with him. I've met with uh, David Leverton, who's one of the government affairs individuals. And just a little trivia for David, he's a punter that actually punted for the University of Tennessee while Peyton Manning was the quarterback at University of Tennessee. So it was wow. interesting talking to him about that. But, you know, Scott uh, just had a uh, uh, spoke at an event sometime uh, latter part of April, and it was just interesting to hear him talk about uh, some of the comments of where he see oil is going. And in one of his comments, he said the U.S. Permian Basin of West Texas and New Mexico is probably only in the second or third inning of the full development potential, and also talked about the Eagle Bird and all these. You know, there's just so much out there that we have opportunities to get. Some of it's harder to get than others, so we're just going to see where that technology will go, and we know that price will affect uh, how much and how much investment goes into that, but we also know that uh, oil doesn't stay cheap for very long, and one of the concerns we have in, in all of Texas is that people like cheap gas, but cheap gas means unemployment. Right. I was reading something this morning in one of the media pieces talking about how there's a lot of new information out there that they'll begin to start refracking these wells again because there's a lot of money involved in that as well. The other thing I want to mention is, you know, when we went to interview Scott Sheffield and to see, you know, the boardroom and to see there's different time zones on the wall of where they're actually drilling in. And then when we sat down with him and we interviewed him and the stuff that he was discussing I have to just say that while I cannot give away the article just yet, I really encourage the listeners to read about him because he's truly pioneer, and that name will truly, when you read the story, they could not have picked a better name for that company, and it's demonstrated in his beliefs and in that company and in the way that they have managed themselves throughout this turn, and they've had numerous turns but it really did uh, signify to me listening to him speak and the company's name. Just they got it right when they named it Pioneer. <laughs> so, Ken, are there any final thoughts on behalf of West Texas Consortium? I think one of the things that allows us to do what we do and have a little more experience is not only our closeness to the Permian Basin 
and the fact that we're not that far from the Eagleford is that many years ago we got into the wind business and we had some of those trial and errors and that, and we're able to experience some of that. So we're able to take that experience and education and put it into the oil patch, and I think that's uh, given us a leg up. Ken, thank you for coming and being a guest on In the Oil Patch Radio Show. I know this was a drive for you, so we really appreciate it. And uh, as always, it's very good seeing you. Well, thank you very much for allowing us to be a part of this. Uh, West Texas Energy Consortium is a great partner with a lot of groups, and you're one of our better partners. Thank you. You know, Kim, the Permian play has set the stage for West Texas to become one of the world's leaders in oil production. So let's make this the topic of today's trivia question. And if you're the first person to email the correct answer to this trivia question to Kim, K-Y-M, at shalemag.com, you'll win a $75 gift certificate to the Palm Restaurant. You are correct, Alvin. Here is today's trivia question. Today's guest, Ken Becker, is the chairman of the West Texas Energy Consortium, and he is also the executive director of another organization. What is either the name or the acronym of the organization that Ken is the executive director of? Email me your response at Kim, K-Y-M, at shellmag.com. Again, that's Kim, K-Y-M, at shellmag.com. The first correct email wins a $75 gift certificate to the Palm Restaurant. And we'll be right back in the oil patch in 60 seconds. Hi, folks. Alvin Bailey here. You know, I could spend the next 60 seconds telling you how Blue Bonnet Ford sells more Super Duty trucks than any other dealer in South Texas. I could also tell you that Blue Bonnet Ford sells more fleet vehicles than any other Ford dealer in South Texas. I could even tell you about the 13 President's Awards that Blue Bonnet Ford has received, but I'd rather tell you why. Look, it's no secret the oil patch will punish your work trucks day in and day out and even your built ford tough trucks well they need to be serviced too so do you let them sit for weeks at your local dealership or do you call teresa you see blue bonnet ford has teresa when you call teresa her team will pick up your ford truck for service and provide you with a 24-hour diagnosis most authorized repairs are done and your truck is delivered back to the oil patch in just a few days that's the Blue Bonnet difference. So don't let downtime cost you thousands. Call Teresa today and keep your fleet working. Here's the number, 210-643-4391. Again, write it down, 210-643-4391, or check us on the web at bbmotors.com. Blue Bonnet Ford, a proud member of the Caleg Auto Group. Come join Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine and Steer on July 22nd for the Oil & Gas Industry Night with the Corpus Christi Hooks baseball team. Gates open at 5.35 p.m. The party on the VIP deck begins at 6 p.m. And it's all happening at Whataburger Field located at 734 East Port Avenue in beautiful Corpus Christi, Texas. For complete details, send an email to Kim, K-Y-M, at shalemag.com. Once again, that's Kim at shalemag.com. See you at the game. America on Tap is coming to Corpus Christi on July 11th at the American Bank Center, located at 11901 North Shoreline Boulevard. Attendees will sample more than 100 beers from over 50 of America's finest craft breweries in an atmosphere filled with live music, delicious food available for purchase, and great vendors. What better way to spend a Saturday afternoon than with great friends, amazing beer, delicious food, and live music? The event will take place from 2.30 p.m. till 6 p.m., and standard tickets are just $35, which includes three hours of beer sampling, a souvenir sampling glass, and live music. For ticket and event information, please visit AmericaOnTap.com. Once again, that's AmericaOnTap.com. Participants must be at least 21 years of age with a valid ID to attend. 
Ticket prices increased to $45 after July 10th and $55 at the door. Designated driver tickets are available at the door for $10. Designated drivers must be 21 years of age or older. Additional ticket processing fees may apply. The inaugural State of Energy event is coming up on October 14th from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Solomon PRT Center in Corpus Christi, Texas. The event is brought to you by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine and the Corpus Christi Chamber of Commerce. And the event is sponsored by Steer and Kana Natural Gas and Shinyer. Industry leaders, business stakeholders, and community stakeholders will openly discuss the current state of the energy sectors, including exploration and production, LNG, and the industry's future opportunities and challenges. Sponsorship packages start at $1,000 and range up to $10,000 each. Tables are $500 each, and individual tickets are $50 each. Tickets can be purchased at the Corpus Christi Chamber of Commerce's website, and that's business.corpuschristichamber.org. Don't miss out on this great networking opportunity with some very important oil and gas industry executives and professionals. Purchase your tickets today. Kim and Alvin, that was a great show today. Any final comments from either one of you? Well, I'm always excited when we have guests that come in from such a far distance to come in and be in studio with us, and so I'm really excited. We've had a lot of great opportunities to work closely with the West Texas Consortium, and so I'm excited to have them in studio. And, you know, having a conversation with Ken before the show, we hear all the bad news about what's going on in oil and gas and the doom and gloom and the way the media covers these events, and, you know, if it bleeds, it leads in the media. But you know what? People are still working There are still a lot of white trucks out on the road going to work every single day, and we've got great things on the horizon in oil and gas in Texas. Now, where can our listeners find a podcast of today's show? On our website, which is shellmag.com. That's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com. There is a listing of all the podcasts of all of our past shows as well as today's show. And, Kim, not only do we have a great radio show, you also have a great magazine. And what other content can a listener find at shalemag.com? Well, the magazine is definitely created to be an educational resource for businesses, elected officials, and other oil and gas companies that want to market or engage with the latest things that are occurring in the industry. We really focus on trying to help everyone understand what is the industry doing any new things that are occurring, regulation, what is the Railroad Commission up to, uh, what are some of the majors doing, as well as just trying to help businesses grow their economic development amongst oil and gas companies. Well, that about does it for this week's Indy Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine and sponsored by Steer and the Calic Auto Group. Kim Bilotto and Alvin Bailey, I'm Roy Holly. So long, everybody. You've been listening to In the Oil Patch with Roy Holly, Kim Bilotto, and Alvin Bailey. Brought to you by Shale Magazine and Steer.